This is the High School Football America podcast for April the 26th, 2023. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle sideline. Plus, GameStrat has awesome customer service along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or you can click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of High School Football America. All right, it's that time of year. April, springtime, spring football in the air, but we're going to be talking fall football today with a guy that always comes on the High School Football America podcast at this time of the year, a dear friend of mine, Joe Maimone of Prep Gridiron Logistics, the guy that's been putting together some of the top national matchups. You're coming up on a decade there, Joe, and uh, he's here to talk about the big interstate matchups, something he has specialized in with his company for the the past 10 years or so, and uh, he's here to talk about the Best of the best of the best. Joe, always good to have you on the line here. I'm excited because I've got the list in front of me. I'm not going to spoil anything. you got some good games that you want to talk about. Yeah, Jeff, always a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for the, uh, acknowledging. You know, we're in our eighth year doing what we do. We started in 2015. I had one client, Don Bosco Prep, and now we have over 400 clients that we do uh, this for. So, uh uh, out of the hundreds of games we put together on an annual basis, um, we're going to review around the top 20 to 22 today. That's awesome. And uh, just for people that don't know uh, about your company, you kind of summed it up a little bit there. But, you know, along the way, right, l- like High School Football America, if you do things right, you get noticed. And a couple of years ago, you got noticed by, by Flow, Flow Football. So talk about that relationship before we get into the games. Yeah, a few years ago, uh, Flow uh, Sports contacted me. They're the largest streamer of amateur athletics in the world. Um, They have a bunch of channels uh, per sport. And the best games that uh, I put together uh, at PGL, we save and we we broadcast on the Flow Football channel. This year, we're going to have probably around 30 games when all is said and done, mostly in August, September. Uh, We have a four-year contract with them. We're going into year three. First two years have been prosperous, and we're hoping that the next two are, that we can uh, continue to, to, to grow the game of high school football at the most elite levels uh, and have Flow help us do that. Uh, it's it's a great partnership, you guys. Have, uh, I've seen a lot of the games. I subscribe to Flow and get to check them out. I mean, really, if you're a football fan, right, Joe, and, and you can sit in your living room or, or in front of your computer, wherever you are in the world, and, and watch some of the best play the best, it doesn't get any better than that, that's for sure. So let's, uh, without further ado, get into the the games that you think are in that, uh, as you said, top 20, top 22 range. And uh, unlike uh, in years past, if you've listened to Joe here, we've kind of done like a, a top 10 and we went 10 9 8 uh, we're, we're just going to look at all the good ones because there's a long list so joe however you want to do it the platform's yours and I'll, I'll butt in here when i've got two cents to throw in all right jeff we're going to start we're going to do it by week in the past we've kind of ranked the games from you know number one to, to 15 and went from 15 down to one we're going to do it chronologically in date order so august 18th friday night we got a good one uh we have saint francis from Maryland, who's going to be definitely a top five preseason team in, in every poll. Um, that's worthwhile anyway. Um, they're going to be going to Buford to play the Buford Wolves. 
Did you do that for me so I only have to drive a half hour? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit, a little bit. You know, uh, uh, Buford um, uh, will play anybody anywhere, uh, as you know. Um, They wanted to make a statement, and they're starting their season off uh, with a preseason uh, top five team like like they should. The last time St. Francis was in the state of Georgia, they played uh, Lee County down in South Georgia. What was that? Probably four or five years ago. Mm So uh, this is going to kick off our, our flow football season. Uh, it's a great game to kick off. Hey, let me ask you a question about St. Francis, because I know we're going to have them several times on here. And we talked about this in the past when you've been on the show. Um, ha- has your job gotten easier or harder when it comes to trying to find opponents for the Panthers? Uh, it's gotten, remember, remember early on, it was hard because their conference foes at the last minute decided uh, they didn't want to play them and mm-hmm. were going to forfeit every game if they did, were forced to. That year was tough because we, literally we had a month to put everything together, uh, me and Coach Poggi. Now, now it's gotten easier. As of right now, um, I think they have 10 games scheduled uh, with a bunch still available in, in the month of October. So if all goes well, they could have 10 or 12 games, which will be the most they've had in the last three or four years. But, you know, with a team like them, you know, whether they play – seven regular season games or 11, we all know how good they are, so it's really not going to affect them in the rankings. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still getting crap last year on putting them ahead of IMG, but the algorithm had them ahead of IMG, even though the Ascenders beat them. So anyway, but I got broad shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and Jeff, once their schedule comes out, once it's finalized, you're going to see in the history of high school football, the St. Francis 2023 schedule will be the toughest ever. There's no doubt about it. I've already I've already previewed it to a, a few people. There is no doubt that this schedule um, is is the toughest in the history of the game of high school football. Now, you know they're they're taking a real chance. I mean, I know they're going to be really really good, um, but there are six games on this schedule where, you know, if they if they go six and zero, they're they're the national champs right now. I can tell you that if they go six and zero in these six games. However, if they go zero and six, you know, they, you know, they're, they're that's that's they're going to have to um, uh, deal with it and then figure figure it out, figure it out for next time because it, it's 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 never been done before. And when you see it on paper, you're going to shake your head like the rest of us are. But I love that they're testing themselves. You know, our moniker at PGL is play the best anyone anywhere and uh, no cowards allowed. They are <laughs> doing all three of that. They are doing all three of those hashtags. At New York, New Jersey comes out in Joe Maimon every time he's on the line here. And uh, just uh, so we know, folks, uh, so you know, folks, uh, St. Francis Buford, that is a flow game, correct, Joe? It is. It okay, is. It kicks cool. off the flow season on uh, Friday, August 18th. Okay, flow football. Next game, also on the same day. Yeah. Uh, um, next game, also... On that date, that Friday the 18th, uh, we have IMG visiting Lipscomb Academy in Nashville, which is going to be a good one. You know, uh, Lipscomb Academy uh, took the world, uh, high school football world by storm last year, um, got into the top 10 on, in, in several polls. Uh, they do lose their head coach, Trent Dilfer, who's now at um, UAB. But guess what? They replaced him with a Hall of Fame football player in Kevin Moai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, real, real, real step, 
but uh, it's funny to see that. But but again, you know, carrying on in the tradition that Trent was was um, starting right, which is playing anybody anywhere, and obviously had some people that didn't want to play him. I know when you uh, took me over to him last year during the game down here, uh, where was it? Over in Milton, I guess. I, I got to that meet was Milton. Coach yeah, remember Dilbert. they remember they. Uh... They beat uh, they beat Milton Lester at home. Yeah, but but the tradition continues, meaning the Mustangs want to play good programs, and I guess that 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 one right there is a is a good way to kick off the season. Exactly. Yeah, we, uh, uh, Lipscomb Academy and Nashville, Tennessee, um, will always be a, a desirable destination for teams to come in for all the right and just reasons. They do a great job down there. No, no doubt about it. Uh, keep. Keep it going because that that 18th, 19th schedule that I'm looking at here is whew, gets you salivating yep. for football. Yeah, and, and again, that that those two games are going to be on Flow Football. You know, those two games are going to be at the same time, <laughs> so, so you could be watching both one on your computer, one on your phone at the same time. Um, also, that date uh, we have another good West Coast game. Uh, that one of the most fearless public high school football programs in America, Corona Centennial is going to be at Bishop Gorman, which is a great uh, West Coast game. Um, uh, going on to Saturday, the next day, we have that uh, highly anticipated battle of uh, b- high school football brands up in Northeast Ohio. You have Valdosta, Georgia, I believe now is the fourth-ranked all-time uh, – I'm sorry, the first-ranked all-time team in the high school football wins versus number fourth in that category, uh, Maslin. That doesn't so that, get much better too. than that. I mean, when you when you talk about pure American high school football, it, that that sums it up right there. I mean, it. I can't wait to see how that one turns out. And 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 you know, gotten to know Coach Moore quite well at, at Maslin. Um, you know, I always try to call it Maslin, but I know it's Maslin, Washington. But man, yeah. has he carried on the tradition there? I I, I love he and he has that attitude you have, right? Let's play some people. Yeah, and Jeff, they're on they're on this list twice, and you don't see many public schools on this list twice when we do this every every April. Um, and, I, and shout out to Coach Moore, uh, he's a Dayton Flyer just like yours truly. So uh, I'll always appreciate him for that. Go Flyers! Yeah, and if you've never seen Paul Brown Tiger Stadium, folks, drive by it. Even if you can't get in, if you're just in the Maslin area, that's what I did. I just drove around it, and enjoying the history of high school football. It, it, it doesn't get any better than that. And I know I'm talking to the the choir there with the Ohio boy on the other line here. <laughs> Yeah, and Jeff, in my in my opinion of and we, we between you and I, we've probably been, been to thousands of high school football stadiums in our lives. The two that stick out to me the most are that one, Paul Brown Stadium, and then down southwest Ohio in Ironton, Tanks Memorial Stadium, uh, is a beautiful stadium. It reminds when it's like going back in time. I mean, these are these are fields like this is where Red Grange took a handoff on these fields, and uh, in Ironton. That is so uh, these cool. are this is some historic fields, and that's why every year we do a high school football event in Ironton because I want everybody to to, to learn the rich history of uh, Tanks Memorial Stadium down in Ironton too. Yeah, is Tanks is on my my kind of bucket list. I've never been there. I've seen the photographs, and I uh, probably next year when you, when you do your event there, I need to make a make a trek up to the Buckeye State. But uh, keep yeah. keep it rolling because hey, I like the next one you yeah. have on the list here. Yeah, ne- next one again. It's it's a we started last year a special high school football event down in South Georgia. Uh, last year was called the the Georgia Florida Challenge because those were the two states involved. This year it's called Georgia Carolina, and the main event 
of, of that event Saturday night, the 19th of August, we're going to have Dutch Fork from South Carolina visiting Colquitt County. You know, which you, is a good, another great flow game. Oh, it's a it's a great one. And you know what I love about that, Joe, and and kind of you know a little behind the scenes for the people listening here on the High School Football America podcast is you know when you and I first kind of connected, you know, you gave me your uh, let's see, let's see uh, the the high school football world according to Joe Maymone. <laughs> <laughs> and and basically what that entailed folks was him looking at my my rankings and going fisher <laughs> what do you mean so-and-so's here so they're not playing anybody outside of the state i don't want to name names but what i see in a dutch fork it may have been one of the teams you were questioning there and man have you gotten them to with coach knots there uh ramp up that schedule that's just a good one to see and i know they've got others on the schedule this year but that, it's kind of neat isn't it i mean you're you're shaped high school football in a way and i, I know you're I'm, you eat sleep and drink it <laughs> it's jeff you know what you're exactly right three four years ago when we first met i would always uh complain about these these great these good teams that are highly highly ranked every year with a really soft strength of schedule dutch fork was one of them i, I used to you know it's all my battles on twitter with these fan bases are, are world famous so uh, but that was one of them and then coach knots last year he said, Joe, you know what? I want to play St. Francis. And he hosted St. Francis. was a really good game. And again, this year, we talked. Um, and I said, hey, I have an opportunity for you. Remember, those games are hard to come by in that week. Mm-hmm. Mo- most of America aren't playing that, that week of August 18th and 19th. So there's only like six or seven states I could draw from for these events. And he said, you know what? Let's do it again. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed playing St. Francis last season. It made us better. We went on to win, win the state, uh, and 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 he, he's taken on uh, the Colquitt County Packers. That that's going to really be a really good game and a and a good test. Uh, remember, they played they hosted St. Francis last year at home. They're on the road, and and you know Colquitt County on the road is is not an easy place to play for any team. Yeah, you gotta you gotta practice swatting gnats <laughs> below the net <gnat> line. <laughs> That's yeah. that's part well, of the that's... pregame you got to do. No, and and coach knots for for people that don't know. I mean, this man is a legend. Four hundred plus wins. Uh, all those wins at Independence in North Carolina. That that one hundred and I guess it was one hundred and nine game win streak. He's now won what six out of the last seven big classification titles in South Carolina. I mean, this guy's. It doesn't matter what state he's from. He he is he is good. That's the best way to to yeah, to, to put it. Yeah, and, and, and he's, he saw the value of, of again, he, he didn't, in the past, they have played out of state. They went to Allen probably eight or 10 years ago and gave him a scare there, but uh, it wasn't happening annually, and, and hopefully it will continue to be because um, the high school football world outside of South Carolina deserves to, to see his team play. They're, they're very good. They are. And, you know, you brought something up there a little, a few minutes ago that I want to go back to, and I just want your opinion on that because I've been professing this for years with the big states. And, and you know, we can argue whether it's 10 or 12 or whatever the number is, but we can all name them, right, the, the big high school football states. Do you think we're, we're moving toward a point? I mean, I was surprised when California moved back their start date. I guess that was last year they started started that i mean do you mm-hmm. see those big states maybe moving toward that week earlier so maybe the the job of finding the matchups isn't as hard what's your take on it i i've seen the opposite basically uh, you know especially the state of florida you could always count on florida in that week that week zero to always have some good games like last year you remember i had american heritage 
go to Lowndes last year on that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, then the then the FHSAA said, you know what? Uh, that's that's our that's our official kickoff classic week. No team is allowed to leave the state anymore. Yep. So so that 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 it's making it tougher for for a scheduler like me, a promoter, to find really put together really good games that week. We were lucky because Dutch Fork needed something, and as Colquitt did. Um, but I, I'm, I'm actually telling more more event organizers to stay away from that week and do it either the following week or Labor Day weekend because they're much easier to. I have a bigger pool of teams to find to play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. And and by the way, I'm going to get on my little soapbox here for all the people when the preseason rankings come out in, in a little bit. Uh, I, I I have a I'll, I'll name him by name, uh, Coach Peacock down at Venice, uh, who who always gets on me about the kickoff classic in Florida, and it doesn't count. And the reason it doesn't count, folks, is because not all kickoff classics in the state of Florida are created equally. Yes, some are played as a real game, some are just played as scrimmages, and some are a variation of whatever. So. That's that's why they don't count. I don't even know if you know that, Joe, but that, I get that every year. And Coach Peacock, who a couple of years ago beat Northwestern, uh, said, well, we beat him. I said, you beat him in a kickoff classic, and we've had a rule since the beginning that no kickoff classic is put into the strength of schedule. So once they yeah, figure out, you know, if they do it all the same, if there's a universal, this is the way it is, it's a full game, we'll take a different, we'll take another look at that yeah. and take a different approach. Jeff, it was funny. On You know, you know, like yourself, I have a website to a fan site called nationalhighschoolfootball.com. And I'll never forget a couple of years ago in a scrimmage, in that, that KOC scrimmage, Columbia oh, yeah. down in Florida <laughs> claimed, claimed they beat IMG. Um, I and they remember were going that. Nuts, try, trying to promote that they beat IMG in a kickoff classic like it was you know winning the Super Bowl. And and I did the same thing as you. I said, just stop it. It's it, you know, uh, it's not a win. It's a scrimmage. Play them in the regular season, you know. And then and then let's have this conversation. <laughs> anyway, I'll get so, off my soapbox and let you go back to your list. I I just had to say it because at some point it, it's it's going to come up, and I'm going to have to do it. So I, at least I'm on the record on April whatever today is the 26th. Right. Same here. I'm with you. I'm, uh, we're on the same side of these things. That's not, that doesn't happen that often, buddy. <laughs> we're on the same. We agree <laughs> yeah. with something. It, it's <laughs> going to snow in Georgia today. No, I'm just teasing. Go ahead, Jeff. Yep. <laughs> All right. So ne- next weekend, uh, Friday, August 25th, we have a great matchup of regional power privates. Uh, we have good counsel from Maryland going to play St. Edward uh, in Cleveland, which is a good game. I love when I love when the privates play each other. That's really that's another pet peeve of mine. When I I, I appreciate when privates like I'm, I'm sorry, when like publics like Miami Central will play a great private like IMG last year. Um, but uh, it's great when they do that. But when when a private chooses to play a public over uh, an elite private, that annoys me. And uh, this is a good one. You know, two regional power privates. Good counsel is going to be the preseason number one in the WCAC. St. Ed's will be the, the top parochial in Ohio, so this is an awesome game. Uh, the following day, we just talked about this, uh, at our event in Ironton, Ohio. We have a triple header that day. The main event has DeMatha, also from Maryland, uh, taking on Springfield, Ohio, Mo Douglas's team. I love Mo. Coach Mo is a good guy. We've had him on uh, High School Football America. I mean, class act. And I, again, 
you being a being a uh, Dayton guy, uh, that Springfield program when I was when I was in uh, college, they, they were even good back then. And and then uh, Coach uh, Douglas, you know, was a was a great player that came out of that area. And you know, we we love uh, highlighting Ohio uh, on flow when we can. It's a, a selfish uh, goal that I have every year to show the rest of the world how good uh, that those Southwest Ohio teams are. And he did it at Trumwood um, Madison. It's not like, you know, he, he's... Exactly. He, when you do it at a couple of different schools, your name gets into the elite category, in my estimation. Right, right. Yep. So, so Jeff, so now we're on to August 26th. So, in my opinion, again, this could be the best day of high school football in the history of the sport. If you look at the games that are taking place that day, Saturday, August 26th, um, we just went over the Matha at Springfield. Okay, now let's look at that night. What, what, what high school football fans around America are going to be able to watch and ch- choose to watch? All right, drum roll here. That, I don't, that I don't have one, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, Saturday afternoon, St. Francis, who we spoke about already, at Shamanan Madonna. Both of those teams should be preseason top fives mm-hmm. in most polls. Okay. That's, that's that game. Now, following that game, later on that day at St. Thomas Aquinas, you have St. John Bosco, your 2022 national champs, at St. Thomas Aquinas. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, after that game, same, uh, same area in Fort Lauderdale, American Heritage, we have St. John's from Washington, D.C., playing at American Heritage. Okay. Let's keep going. I love it. That, keep going. <laughs> that night, that day also, up in, up in New Jersey, South Jersey, Ocean, Ocean City, New Jersey, at a high school football event, Battle at the Beach. You, just ha- you also had an IMG playing St. Joe's Prep. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just look at those last, five, I mean, the entire game, those five games, but the last four, St. Francis, Chaminade, St. Francis, Chaminade, Bosco, Aquinas. All of those four teams are going to be in the top five in America yeah. that day. When is, when's the last time that's ever happened? No. Uh, never, I'm telling you. That yeah. night, St. John's Heritage, great that, game. Can I just say one thing? What you yeah. just said there, it was a mouthful, because basically what you're doing is sorting out the national championship chase on August the 26th. Exactly. And, and remember, Buford, I mean, uh, St. Francis plays Buford six nights before, or seven nights before. So... So it's we're gonna it's gonna start shaping itself out from week zero basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but you're you're right. This is why what we do. This is why we started this company eight years ago. So at the end of the season, you know there really isn't no you know no polls ever going to be exactly the same because there's just so many teams. But you know the 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 top one or two teams should be well known by by everybody involved. So. This this weekend's going to get that job done, and I'm I'm excited for it. Never been excited for a weekend like this. I don't even know where I'm going to be that weekend. I mean, there's so many choices. I'll probably be in Fort Lauderdale for that that Broward versus the USA event because three of those five games are there. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 exciting and uh, glad to be a part of the Broward versus USA event. Kevin Perry and Sean Sarah that run that event are the, are the best in the business by far. It's a great weekend. Keep going. Yeah. Then the following Thursday, all right, this game was recently added. Um, Thursday, August 31st, 
IMG, again, we've spoken. This is their third game on this list. Remember, they start at Lipscomb Academy. Then they go to they play at a neutral site, New Jersey, St. Joe's Prep out of Philly. And then five, nine, five days later, they go from Saturday to Thursday. They're in Thompson, Alabama to play the number one team in Alabama. Thompson, Mark Freeman's team. I love it, and I thought I had to rub my eyes when that was released. I think Thompson released it several days ago, and, and I looked at that thing for IMG, you know, going so quickly and all that. And, you know, the the other thing, you and I met last year in Milton, and we, we, yeah. we were real interested to see what Buford did against Thompson, a battle of three-time state champs, right? Thompson is now four. They, they started 0-2, but – what I remember the most about that game was the eighth grader that came in for Coach right, Freeman, <laughs> who just, by the way, made our uh, high school football America academic All America team. And and it, it's still funny when I had to type in that he's class of twenty twenty seven. There's not right. many of yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, it's good one. Yeah, he he was put, thrown into the fire. And by week 14, he was probably the best quarterback in the state of Alabama. So it worked for, it worked for him, worked for them. And again, remember we talked about some of the public teams back in the day that I'd always give you grief. Why, why are they ranked so high? Their, their strength of schedule is soft. You know, that, Thompson was right there with Dutch Fork when I was arguing with you about it. And, and look and, what they've done the last two years. And folks, he, he's cleaning this up for the podcast. The word is not grief, but go ahead, Joe. Keep going. <laughs> But but you know what? It, that it's it's working. It's working. These teams are finally starting to see that you could you'll you could be ranked higher with one quality loss than you would be being undefeated at the end of the season. Correct. So they're yep. getting it, which is great. Um, IMG Thompson and, and funny, not many people know this. Thompson was originally playing Lipscomb that weekend. They dropped Lipscomb to play IMG. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. I, I love Coach Freeman. Again, he's kind of like in that Coach Tom Knotts uh, area, you know, a guy that's been in Alabama all this long and has a lot of state championships, not just at at at, uh, at Thompson. I mean, class act and uh, not afraid to play anybody now. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. We're, we're uh, truly blessed that Thompson has become a real good client of ours. Um, all right, let's let's keep going here. We have that Saturday now, a Labor Day weekend, uh, St. Francis again, all right, at East St. Louis. East St. Louis every year holds a really great classic called the Gateway Scholars Classic. They raise a lot of money that weekend. It's a doubleheader event. Sometimes it's a tripleheader event. So, But the main event is St. Francis at East St. Louis. Now, let's review again. Let's, let's look at St. Francis' schedule so far. Open up against Buford. Then... Shamanad Madonna, and now East St. Louis. All on the road, by the way. (laughs) All on the road. So let's let's keep note of that. Remember, last year we had these two teams play in Canton, Ohio, and and St. Louis was about forty five seconds. East St. Louis was about forty five seconds away from upsetting the number one team in America, and then Michael Buchanan did what he does, and and they won the game in the last minute. Yeah. Um, So this is going to be a great game. Uh, Excited for it. Um, East St. Louis. Is, is one of the most fearless public school schedulers out there. Um, they might be the best uh, at doing it. I, I, I would venture yeah. to say that. Yeah, they, they bring a lot of fans. I remember last year they, they brought a lot of fans to Canton, Ohio. You know, Thompson, remember how many fans Thompson had uh, at that Freedom Bowl event? Yep. Um, they, they had the whole, they filled up the whole uh, waste 
outside of the stands. So these are programs that travel well. Their fan bases are rabid, and uh, we, we, we love to have them on flow. Uh, they, they make us look good. All right, the following weekend, Saturday, September, uh, no, Friday, September 8th, Bergen Catholic, the preseason number one in New Jersey, at Shannon Madonna. <laughs> so now let's look at Madonna's schedule. They open up with St. Francis, followed by Bergen Catholic. Um, that great Florida versus Jersey game, no? Oh, a- absolutely. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big fan. Well, I'm a big fan of the Campanile fa- family. Let's put it that way. But uh, Vito, Coach Vito, and I had a, a conversation about uh, you know who to play. I mean, he 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 thinks a little bit about that national championship chase, right? And I said, well, if you're going to want to be in that conversation, you need to play somebody good. And I knew you already had been looking at that one. So that that I love that matchup. And you know, it also helps Shamanad Madonna too, because as you and I know, uh, when they get into district play they kind of go from you know playing the best in the world to teams that you know we end up with 70 nothing results again not blasting the teams they're playing but you know shamanah madonna to keep in that national championship conversation needs games like this right yeah and and they and yeah again you saw what happened last year their schedule was not that great leading up to their 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 conference uh schedule and then they won every game by an average of 63 probably there and then they go to Gorman and get their doors blown off. So, so this is a great the, – the, those first two games, St. Francis and BC, are going to – you know, if they win those two, you know, they're starting in the top five. There's no doubt. Um, we'll, we'll see with, with everything shaken up uh, above them, you know, with the St. Francis games and uh, St. John Bosco games versus Aquinas. I mean, this is – there's going to be a lot of shifting going on uh, the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, no doubt about it. For people tuning in right now, talking with Joe Maimone, Prep Gridiron Logistics, he's not just some guy I found on the street today to talk. He's been putting together these big national matchups for a while, and we're going through what he believes are the best in 2023. And we're, uh, we're still in that first week of September, Labor Day. We are. So, uh, September 8th, this is a historic game. Some people might say, Joe, it doesn't belong on this list. It's definitely not a top 20 game, but it's historic. Um, you you know you know those the dumbest rules in high school football as far as out of state uh, scheduling have always come down to two states the state of Michigan and the state of Indiana had the worst rules when it comes to what they permit their teams who they permit their teams to play uh, yeah. um, Indiana Indiana relinquished those rules so they can play anybody they want now which is unbelievable so Ben Davis steps up and says we want to play IMG on Flow on the Flow Football <laughs> Channel I said sure let's do it. So that this game is uh, a great game. IMG going to Indianapolis to play Ben Davis. And, and you know, you and I know. And again, this was one of those ones we always talked about. But I, I the Metropolitan Interscholastic Athletic Conference, or the MIC, I should call it, um, and it's changed a little bit with Carmel and Center Grove dropping out. But they've got some great football, and Ben Davis has great tradition. And you know that place is going to be rocking. IMG comes to town. That, that's like putting a bullseye on. On the ascenders. I, I think I like that game. And again, you know why I like the game because I, 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 it goes a step toward um, beginning to have the conversation be a little bit more rational, right? Well, this state's better than this state, and that state's better than this state, and blah blah blah. Now that we've got these people going across the country and playing each other, it, it starts to settle things in, right? And and again, uh, you don't give me uh, any. Uh, let's see, what'd you say? Grief? Uh, crap. <laughs> we'll yeah. Crap. That we'll clean it up. 
Yeah, I, I mean, Indiana, this will, you know, with, uh, with Ben Davis playing IMG, now, now with the, the daisy chains with who Ben Davis could play later in the year in Cathedral and Center Grove and Carmel, I mean, it all, right. you know, makes, it makes better sense for us pollsters now. And now let's look at IMG, okay? Let's look at their first four games. Where look, um, you have at Lipscomb Academy, you have neutral versus St. Joe's Prep, really a home game for Prep. That's only about 45 minutes from Philly. IMG at Thompson. And now IMG at Ben Davis. It's unbelievable. I mean, again, I still think when all said and done, St. Francis is going to have a little bit of an edge in toughness of the schedule. But, but IMG is, is the sure number two in hardest schedules in 2023. Hard to argue. So next, uh, later, later that night, finally, Jeff, we finally have a team from Texas on this list. Um, Atascacita, thank you. Thank you, Atascacita, for... for for being the only team in the state of Texas stepping up in 2023 to play a legitimate quality out-of-state team in East St. Louis, battle of power publics from respective states, Illinois versus Texas. This is going to be a good one, Jeff. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, Atascacita there in the uh, <clears throat> the Houston area has has had a trouble, has had trouble getting past North Shore. But with the change at the top with John Kay out at North Shore, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm sure the Mustangs are going to be tough, but I have a feeling the Eagle fans there will be interested. And again, East St. Louis, uh, have, have bus, will travel. <laughs> Exactly. They, they, they'll, they'll go anywhere, anywhere. Uh, um, you know, coach Sunkett's a Jersey guy. And you, I don't know if you know that he's from Camden, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, 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 he knows, he knows how to, uh, get his teams ready again, played St. Francis last year, uh, lost in the last minute. He said, Joe, I want to play him again. Bring him to our uh, gateway classic. We're doing that. And then uh, let's let's six nights later later go play in Houston, Texas, in in the beginning of September, and 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 weather that most people could not survive. Yeah, and you know it, it's funny. It's one of those teams that through the years has has found its way definitely into the top 100. Uh, they've they've been top 50 at times for us uh, in the algorithm, and uh, the only thing preventing them from being a little bit higher is, with all due respect to Illinois, which has some great football, you know, in the Catholic leagues in and around Chicago. Uh, you know, the, the, the run to a championship usually isn't that hard, so they get hurt in the strength of schedule. But if the, the, they're kept in the top 100 because they play those first couple of games, you know, against really, really top-quality opponents. And again, not afraid to go on the road. They went to Bosco how many years ago, right? Exactly. Exactly. They, they played everybody. I mean, Miami Central, I mean, IMG. They, you know, they will play anybody. They don't care, and they always uh, are. Comp- they always compete well. Mm-hmm. Always, no doubt, no doubt. So, uh, um, but what I'm disappointed in this year is, you know, over the last few years, teams like Allen, DeSoto, Duncanville have stepped up to play really, really elite competition. IMG, St. Francis, Matter Day, St. John Bosco. Unfortunately, it's not happening this year, and, that, and that's disappointing. You know, I was talking with DeSoto about possibly playing a, a good Florida team on Labor Day weekend. That fell through. So I'm, I'm sorry to say this is the only, this is the best interstate matchup involving a Texas team, which is sad. They used to have three or four games in this top 20 list, and this year they only have one. So kudos again for Atascacita for stepping up. Um, this is going to be a, a solid game. So, so uh, that being said, let, 
Jeff, let's go to the best game of that September 8th weekend. Now, this, again, I think this could be talked- a solid game. I think you could call this next one on your list a solid <laughs> yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, so, so let's, 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 we've already talked about uh, Burden Catholic at Madonna. Really good game. IMG Ben Davis, fine. East St. Louis, Atascacita, great. The main event that night uh, in the Trinity League versus the USA event that uh, 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 Jason Negro started a few years ago with our help. St. Francis, once again, <laughs> the Panthers will be playing at St. John Bosco in Bellflower, California. What do you think about that? Uh, <laughs> hmm, no, nah, that, that, that is just great. I, I, I go back to when, uh, what was that? Was it the first year of the Trinity League versus USA, the, the modern-day uh, St. Francis matchup? I mean, it, it it doesn't yep. get any better than that. And and you know my feelings about Jason Negro. He was our coach of the year last year. Um, he He's as nice a person and good a person as he is a football coach. And for all the people that want to say, well, he's got all this and he's got all that there, you know, they were nothing before he got there. That's his alma mater. He's mm-hmm. done a great, great job. Uh, I don't think it gets any better than that. I just want to know um, the frequent flyer mileage for St. Francis at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's review those games again. Okay, let's let, let's go to week week zero. St. Francis at Buford. Then we have St. Francis at Madonna in Lord in Lauderdale. Then we have St. Francis at East St. Louis in Illinois. Uh, and now we have St. Francis at St. John Bosco. So that's you're seeing what I'm seeing here. You're seeing and 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 that's not even the toughest game in my opinion. None of those are the toughest game that St. Francis is going to have this year. We'll, we'll talk about that a little later. So, Sneak so, peek. so yeah, that's that that's September eighth. That's September eighth. Is it as good as August twenty sixth? Not maybe not, but it's it's a it's a it's a a sliver behind it, really. So that that's a great weekend as as we 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 come out of uh, we enter mid September. So let's start off with uh, Friday, September fifteenth. Again, some people might think this doesn't belong, but I think it does. I do. uh, because of the head coach, the head coach of Glenville, Ted Ginn Sr., what he accomplished last year, winning a state title. I think it was 14 or 15 and 0 uh, when, all, when all said and yep. done. Um, going to Bradenton to play at IMG. I love it. And, and, and t- Coach Ginn is just, man, and, and he, he might be a better track and field coach than he is a football coach, and he's damn good at being a football coach. But, I, I mean, I think that is absolutely fantastic. They were the first public league team out of Cleveland, right? I mean, that's that's no small task. And what's eh, maybe you have the answer, maybe you don't on that, this, but Glenville's schedule this year overall has really ramped up. It, yeah, it's got to do its public school stuff, but there, Coach Ginn kind of said, I want to take this show on the road, I think. Right, and like we talked about with those other teams, they know when you play IMG, uh, win or lose, they're going to expose some flaws. And then you'll be able to watch the film, figure out where you need to adjust things, and then go win your state and win another state championship. Every game they play after that September 15th game is going to feel like a JV game. Mm-hmm. You know that. Uh, you've seen how IMG's been loading up in the offseason with transfers. That's going to be a, a, a game to see how good we really are, and then let's, let's, let's fix what we need to fix, and then win the state of Ohio and be another uh, state champion. There's nothing wrong with being a state champion and having a loss. Uh, more and more teams are starting to grasp that as, as they, they, their, their quest 
to be a national champ or to be highly ranked in a poll like yours and mine, um, they, they see that it's okay to have a one blemish versus an elite team. Hey, can I, can I rib you, Joe? Can I rib yeah. you a little bit? Yeah, sure. I remember rib several me, years ago you were giving me some crap about, uh, you know, one lost teams winning national championships. I'm just saying. I remember that. Just remember, <laughs> hey, bud, just remember, it didn't, ha- it didn't happen last season. Just remember. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I agree with you. If, there, if, there are, if, there are, if the top eight teams in America have a loss, obviously I'm not going to jump uh, uh, an undefeated team with a lower strength of schedule. But, you know, we, that's a whole other conversation about last year. But, I just, I just had um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. This, this, with all these games happening, this could be the year where yours truly crowns a one-loss team as national champion. <laughs> um, all right, are you, here's a game we've been talking about. The contract was just signed a few days ago. Um, it's not really public until right now. Um, it's that team again, but this time they're at home for the first time of the year. St. Francis Panthers on Friday, September 22nd will be hosting. Yes, I said hosting. Mm-hmm. They don't host a lot of home games. No, they do not. The Monarchs of Matter Day, California. Matter Day at St. Francis on September 22nd in Baltimore, Charm City. That's that's incredible. I and, and again, it's, for those of you just tuning in, and you didn't hear Joe's statement at the top about St. Francis's schedule. If you don't believe by now, it's the toughest one in the nation. <laughs> this one's kind of the cherry on the Sunday. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, this happened for a lot of uh, great reasons. I mean, it's fate. A lot of things shifted. People had games they thought they're going to have, and it ended up getting canceled and when all said and done i look down uh you know i keep a tracker of the top teams all around america i i, I call it my national scheduling matrix and i keep a tracker so I, I went to the column on 922 and i i hit enter and two teams came up that were looking for games and it was st francis and matter day so i, I called coach rollinson hooked him up with coach Masai, and boom it, uh, they got together it's a home and home series which means St. Francis it. goes out to Matter Day in 2024 and plays. So how great is that? These are the games that should be happening at the top. You know, the only, the only, the only entity preventing this from happening is the CIF, that, who won't allow uh, Matter Day and St. John Bosco to play IMG with that ridiculous academy rule. But these games should be happening each and every year. Bosco and Matter Day should be playing IMG, St. Francis, St. Thomas Aquinas, Shamanan Madonna, they, they, it should be happening annually, and hopefully cooler heads will prevail and, and they'll get rid of that academy rule in California so, so, so they're, they're, the top two teams in Cali could truly be tested each and every year outside of their own Trinity League schedule. And, and, and you know, the bottom line is, and, and this comes down to it, and I, I talked to, to Bruce and Jason about this, you know, time and time again. I know you have. I, I mean, they have trouble filling out their non-league schedule. I mean, period. The end. I, I don't. I don't think there's anything else to be said for that, and that would go a long way to help. And and let's face it, you know, these these young men, you know, deserve to. If it's a ten game regular regular season schedule in the state, they deserve to play that, and that's one way of moving toward that. I mean, everybody can have their opinion on IMG. I have mine. I don't usually express it, but you know, they are playing football. They are playing, you know, publics and privates around the country. You know, let them go at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, let, and, and kudos to them who play them. 
like Thompson. Thompson is playing them at home, win or lose. That's like they're not going to drop in our rankings because they lost to IMG. If anything, we might move them up if they if they d- compete favorably. Do you remember when Auburn, Alabama played IMG a few oh, seasons yeah. ago? I think they only lost by like twelve or fourteen points. We 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 Pulse just boosted them up after that game. They didn't go down. So uh, so now nah, it's it's all it's all good. Um, uh, like I said, these the top five teams in America. Oh, you know the top five privates. We're talking Bos- Bosco. Matter Day, Aquinas, St. Francis, IMG. Those five really need to start playing each other on an annual basis with home-and-home home series. Um, you know, there's only two teams in America, Jeff, next season that are playing both Matter Day and St. John Bosco. We know the one, St. Francis. You know who the second one is? There's oh. another team playing both. Playing both. Uh, boy. I'll, I'll, uh, give, you, I'll uh, give you a hint. They, I'll give you a hint. They, they almost... They almost beat St. Francis last year, and the game ended at almost four in the morning. Why am I drawing a blank? I wasn't ready for a quiz, begins, Joe. But <laughs> begins with a begins with a K, and they're in Hawaii. <laughs> Kahuku, Kahuku, like like St. Francis, Kahuku is playing both. They're hosting Bosco, and they're traveling to Matter Day. How cool is that? Wow, did not know that. Boy, folks, yep. you've gotten about 45 minutes worth of uh, uh, knowledge here for 2023, and we're almost at the end. But, boy, this this has been fun. I, I like you breaking the modern-day St. Francis thing. Uh, thank you. Hey, hey, you. You did hard work on it. You deserve the props. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, it'll be public uh, probably in the next hour or two if all goes well. Um, all right, so, again, Jeff, we're, we're only September 22nd, too. The season is only five weeks old right now, or not four weeks old. Uh, so let's go to the following weekend. There's a great te- another game involving a California team that's traveling cross-country. Mission Viejo is going to D.C. to play St. John's on September 23rd. Uh, that Saturday night after the Matter Day St. Francis game, I love this one. I, you know, Mission Viejo talk about a, a lengthy tradition, right? Albeit on the the public side, uh, great, you know, long line of quarterbacks have gone have gone on into the league and all of that. I, I love that, and I love that it's a trip east. I know, I know, Coach uh, Johnson would always like to go to Hawaii. Of course, he just wanted to get a nice trip to Hawaii, and I think, but I I love this one here. It's 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 good, and again, we all know how good St. John is and will be and always will be right right and uh, you remember the last time mission viejo came east when eastbound on a plane um don bosco in their prime time really really pounded them yeah. i think the final score was 35 7 um they and then the, uh, then the following year bosco went to uh mission viejo and mission viejo won that rubber match at home yeah, I'm a big so, fan. Uh, not, I'm a big fan of Mission Viejo. Yeah. Lived right down the street from it. Saw saw a lot of games there during our time in California. So I, I I'm interested to see that one. Same here. You don't get it that often. You don't get a a Cali public traveling far to play anybody. You know, if Corona Centennial, if they had the financial means, they'd be doing it in a heartbeat. But they just don't. Yeah. Mission Viejo traveling across the country to go to D.C. Um, it's a great game, and, and we're we're proud and we're blessed to have that game on Flow. Also, that's going to be one of our Flow games. Yeah, you know, yeah, as well great. as you know, Matter Day, St. Francis is a Flow game. Glenville, IMG, we're hoping for a Flow game. Uh, IMG, Ben Davis is a Flow game. Burden Catholic Shamanana is a Flow game. St. Francis, East St. Louis is a Flow game. We're working on IMG Thompson. Uh, so you know, most of these games, more than half of these games we've reviewed so far, 
are going to be on the Flow Football Channel in August and September. Um, again, the next weekend after that, uh, the Saturday uh, after that Mission Viejo St. John's game, St. John's is back in the spotlight September 29th. Um, they will be traveling to visit. We talked about them earlier in this conversation, uh, Maslin, Washington. And again, Coach Moore, you know, the only the only thing with Coach Moore is, right, because they have that great st- stadium, he wants to make sure he keeps those uh, th- those home games on the schedule. But again, I give St. John credit. You know, I give all of those WCAC teams all the credit, right, for not being afraid to go on the road. And, and, and that'll be a, that'll be a dandy. I You know, by that time, I think Maslin will find out how good it is, right? And uh, I, I think they're going to be good this year. Uh, they were number, what, 26 I- last year in our, our poll I, yeah. I, I think they're going to be highly ranked again this year but that that'll be a dandy because right now at this point you're halfway through the season right and you've worked out all the kinks now it's just let's go head to head and see who wins yeah jeff and and again coach moore knows he look who he's scheduling he knows he's gonna have a good team he's got he's got he's hosting valdosta he's hosting st john's he's also hosting the top team from delaware uh that's not a bad team in middletown yeah true so so, you know, he, he knows he's got something special going on in 2023, and kudos to him for stepping up. Um, you, you just don't see of late the state of Ohio doing things like this, and, 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 and that's, that's great for Maslin. I appreciate what they're doing. The, the all uh, high school football fans around America appreciate what they're doing. Um, between those games, uh, we got St. Uh, Ed's hosting Good Counsel. They're also playing Center Grove, which is an okay game. Um, you know, I, would I would I like more of the GCL team stepping up next year? Yeah, but you know what? Moeller played good council last year, beat him in Ironton. That was an awesome game. So yeah, but we're, we're getting there with Ohio. We're getting there. Um, <laughs> um, back in the good old days with the Herb Street Classic, we'd see a lot of Ohio teams uh, showcasing themselves against solid competition. It's starting to come back now, and that's a great thing for all of us. Yeah, I remember going to I forget what it was. I think it was the second year of the Herb Street, and saw a lot of great games there. Mm-hmm. Polly was in uh, in Canton. Right. Uh, I remember Buford came up. Um, yeah, yeah. St. Thomas Aquinas, right? Wasn't yep. St. Thomas Aquinas I think so. there at one point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the uh, the Duncanville coach, Coach Samples, wherever he came from, where was it? Skyline. Where'd he come yeah, from? Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Carter, Sky, Skyline. Yeah, of, Skyline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he went one time. I mean, so it's 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 good. That's why we're 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 putting on these events all over America. Um, we're bringing them back, you know, the, the, uh, to to make sure that the best can play the best, and and a lot of these times um, get the game broadcast to a national audience so the world could see um, uh, what it's like to watch high school football at the highest elite levels. No doubt. All right. Last, close out last with a good game one. of our chart. Close out with a good one. Um, I'm kind of upset. Uh, we talked about this the entire month of October. There, nothing made this list, which is which I got to work on for next year. We, you know, we always know August and September before league play starts. All these great interstate matchups uh, arise and they take place. But but the month of October, you know, we have to just skip over right now. We'll go right to November 17th, and if both of these teams are undefeated. This will be the de facto national championship game based on who they're playing earlier in the season. Right. We're going to have St. Francis again, November 17th, visiting IMG in Bradenton to close out the football schedule. 
That's pretty darn good, Joe. You 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 deserve a, a couple of days of rest, no doubt about that. That's that's all. And, and and since you didn't do the top ten, we only have a few more minutes to go here. I mean, out of all of those, I think you've kind of said it. But if you had to say, and I have a one A and one B, I guess. But um, what what what's your top game on on the list you just went through? Oh, the top game right now, and I have to say, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll tell everybody right now in the world who's listening, Matter Day is going to be my preseason number one on the nationalhighschoolfootball.com poll. They're going to be preseason number one. I mean, I announced it earlier last year for St. Francis. I'll do it again this year. So I'd have to say 922 Matter Day in Baltimore at St. Francis is my, my top game. Yeah, I, I well, like I said, I had an A and B, and and it, it, again, take it and just reverse it at at any time of day. I mean, modern day St. Francis, that that one's going to be a dandy, and then St. Francis Bosco. I mean, you, you you've got the national championship, you know, kind of in there, and like you said, IMG can sneak in there. They were our 2020 champs, still getting a lot of heat on that one, but hey, you know, they during COVID they played the toughest schedule in the nation, and they won all of them. So it's uh, it, it's going to be a fun year there's no doubt about that joe congratulations on you know the the hard work and putting that together let people know before we go away here the best way to get in touch with you um you know 2023 mostly is in the books i guess some some teams might be looking here and there but uh, what's the best way to kind of get on your list and and get taken care of especially for those teams that have trouble finding games well we have two sites uh for uh head football coaches and athletic directors we have PrepGridironLogistics.com, where you could just go in there, let us know uh, what date, what week you have open, and we'll press a button and then send you a list of all the other teams in America that share your same need. And for fans, you know, fans in Georgia, Texas, Ohio, Florida, California, and you, you want to debate with, with other, other fans about who the best teams are in the country or if your state's better than their state, we have a nationalhighschoolfootball.com, and that's nationalhsfb.com, which is our fan site. Uh, so between those two sites, uh, we take care of uh, both target audiences. We take care of the ADs and head coaches looking for open games and want to want to go to desirable destinations and travel the world and make memories. Uh, and then we have uh, for the fans who want to debate about their favorite teams and and then and go at it in that respect. We have nationalhsfb.com. And you can go on there and jab Joe, folks, if you want to. He, he, he's got big shoulders. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you can take a pop out Yeah, that's what too. it's all about. Listen, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, we live in America. You know me. I'm a proponent of <clears throat> and any, anybody who has an opinion, uh, whether I like it or not, I will uh, uh, honor that. I will debate them. And um, that's what makes our world go round. It sure does. There's no doubt about that. Well, Joe, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, always enjoy this time of year. It gets people thinking about it. It's just before the draft. It's a perfect time to do it. And uh, again, congratulations for doing that. I, I know folks, uh, as as Joe finalizes every game on flow at highschoolfootballamerica.com, we will have that up. And uh, Joe, just uh, again, thanks. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again obviously before the season but congratulations on uh, helping grow the sport of high school football in america uh, my pleasure thank you i'm just uh i'm just uh continuing what you started and between with the two of us doing it the sport has a promising future yeah i think it's going to be great thanks joe take care joe 
And that's the High School Football America podcast brought to you by NFL Play Football. Coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to the HSFA podcast.